These are five things you can do to go from a wannabe real estate entrepreneur to a professional real estate entrepreneur and make millions in 2024. People don't fail at real estate because they suck. They fail because there's too many ways to succeed. That's why I suggest you focus on the most important skill in all of real estate, which is finding deals. I'm Colbert Johnson, and in this podcast, I share the exact steps I've used to source 400 deals by age 24. This will allow you to do three things, control your deal flow, make unlimited income, and build your empire as an off-market operator. Welcome to another episode of the Off-Market Operator Podcast. I am your host, Corey Johnson. If you're new here, welcome. Uh, we explore in 10 to 15 minute bite-sized episodes each week, uh, different ways to go from hustler to operator architect and to build our real estate business and to build it as a business. Whatever you do in real estate doesn't, doesn't matter to me. We focus on how we can systemize, automate, build, and delegate and create a business that does real estate deals rather than ourselves doing real estate deals. So without further ado, let's get right into the show. So in today's show, you guys, I am talking through the five things I think every um, real estate entrepreneur, but entrepreneur in general, should really focus on going into the new year. And uh, across the hundreds of real estate businesses I've worked with personally, coached one-on-one, coached in a cohort format, coached in person at a live event, there's, there's some themes you start seeing. And those themes are something that can be tackled fairly easily. And so I want to make an episode focusing on what I think investors can control that they should do um, heading into the new year to have a healthy business. Because for whatever reason, a lot of us who are in real estate, especially real estate entrepreneurship, whether you're building an investment company, a fix and flip company, development company, whatever you're doing, we tend to have started out as realtors or working a W-2. A lot of us you know, didn't go to a Harvard and come out and decide to flip houses or also houses or develop homes. A lot of us, I kind of went to the school of hard knocks via being a real estate agent or working for a real estate company or something of that nature. So we don't really come into this with like business basics. And there's so many things that I see investors do wrong when it comes to just foundational pieces of a business and creating a business that can scale. And so the first thing today, I'm going to talk about leads. And it's so important that you guys have consistent lead flow heading into the new year. Uh, every single investor, not every single one, but that's kind of a generalization, but a lot of the investors I work with, I talk with, they see lead, leads and marketing as an expense, not an investment. And on your P&L, you do expense marketing as a, it is something that you write off in your business. It is something that goes against your profit when you spend a marketing dollar. But in reality, it's an investment because you're getting what's called ROAS, a return on ad spend. And the investors that I see that really get it through their brain, that every marketing dollar they spend, they should be excited because they're getting five back um, through the sales cycle that they're running to do whatever they're going to do in real estate. Um, it should be an exciting thing to spend money on marketing. And so many real estate investors and real estate entrepreneurs, their whole career, they rely on brokers and wholesalers and, and um, expired listings and those ways to get deals without controlling their own lead flow and deal flow. And if you can control your own deal flow and lead flow going into the new year, you will change your life forever. If you go into the new year in 2024, controlling your lead flow and having one paid, at least one paid acquisition channel, you will have a different business. And that's what I, that's what I tell real estate investors to focus on. Focus on one paid acquisition channel for a deal at a time. You don't need to go start five different things. You don't need to go do cold calling and texting and pay-per-click and, and pay-per-lead and mail orders and everything else that all is preached all over online. You need to focus on one thing and monetize one thing to start. Um, whatever that is for you, focus on one thing to start. And that'll be a, a, a way easier and way more sustainable business for you to run because you're not going to freak out have a bad month because you don't have five different things going. So focus on one paid lead acquisition channel going into the new year. It'll change your business. The second thing that I recommend everyone focus on okay, is basic systems. And a, a good exercise I like to do 
is if I had you write down a list of say 50 to 100 things of everything your business has to do day in, day out in each function, you know, it's kind of a process map. You lay out your whole business on a chart, a lucid chart, lucid spark, wherever you want to do it. And you really lay out A to Z, every single action that has to happen from a lead coming into a deal getting closed and that deal getting executed on and, and managed all the way through to monetization. Whether you're monetizing with a flip, whether you're monetizing with a buy and hold and a refinance down the road so after you stabilize the asset or you're doing development or you're doing whatever you're doing, whatever asset class you're doing it in, it's very, very important to do this. And you process map the whole business out. And then there's three categories I want you to label every single task. Okay. It's simplify. Okay. What task can you simplify? What task can you automate? What task can you systemize and what task can you delegate? And then what task can you delete? And reality is you're going to find right away that you're doing 10% of the stuff you write down doesn't need to be done. You can delete that. 80% of the stuff that you write down can be systemized and delegated. 20% of the stuff that you write down, 10 to 20 can be automated. Because the reality is in a real estate investment company, there's nothing that can't be systemized and delegated. Your marketing, you can be high, you can hire that out. Your admin work, you can hire that out. Your acquisitions, your sales, your dispositions, your transaction coordination, your project management, everything can be hired out in really any business. And uh, that's the second thing I want you to focus on going to the new year is really having and understand a process map for your business. And again, systemize, identify, systemize, simplify, simplify, automate, delegate, or delete every single thing in your business. Uh, the next thing that is a something to focus on, the third thing, something to focus on going to the new year is understanding and really having good data on your business. And we're going to talk about two different types of data. Step four is going to be another type of data, but step three is going to be data on your business. I call this automated data tracking. And what this means is you should have a way where if I met you on the street, I should be able to ask you, hey, Bob, tell me all the numbers about your business. How many leads do you get per day? What's your cost per lead? What's your cost per deal? How many offers do you have to make to get a deal? What's your average deal size? What's your, in all of these numbers that you should know and have in an automated way. And kind of what I teach to my cohorts is, you know, hire someone off Upwork that can build you a Looker Studio. It's a Google product called Looker Studio. So you have real-time visualization into your company. You should have eight to 12 key metrics and, and a KPI. I don't mean track everything in your company. Track things that actually help you make forward-facing decisions in your business. So that might not be every single number, but things that actually move the needle for you, you should have on paper and you should have tracked in an automated way. Four things, four things that's three, right? We've covered marketing, we've covered, covered process mapping, We've covered understanding data, data in your business and your KPIs in your business. And the fourth thing is going to be financial data and financial health. And this is more and more important as you grow because we are in real estate, we are in a fixed overhead, but variable revenue business where our revenue fluctuates month in, month out, right? It does. That's just the reality of the situation. It does. Every month is not the same. We don't get a ton of referrals on the off-market side. We don't get a ton of, you know, we don't get a ton of recurring revenue. So we have fixed overhead and variable expenses. And with that, you have to know what your cash burn is, you have to have a cash forecast. There's a couple of different ways to do this. If you're newer, you don't have as deep as pockets, go hire a bookkeeper. Just start there. If you can't afford a stateside bookkeeper for 500 bucks a month to just consolidate your QuickBooks every single week, go hire someone overseas off Upwork to do that. There's great people out there that'll do that for you. You don't got to get them access to bank accounts. They can literally just get access to your QuickBooks online and categorize stuff so you can see at least a clean P&L. After that, we get into predictive financials, okay? And there's two ways to go about this. You can hire a stateside or overseas fractional CFO. And what they're going to do, they're going to create models for you. And they're going to be able to help you model out cash flow. 
So they're going to be able to build models that say, hey, if we go spend $10,000 in a marketing campaign, how does that affect us two months from now based on our, our financial model for our company? And you can play with that. And then business gets a lot more simple because you're plugging in numbers of things you want to invest in, whether that be marketing or, or employees. And you can see how that's going to affect you two, three, four, five, six months down the line. We've started doing this recently in all of our companies, and it is an absolute game changer. Just to do a quick refresher, we have covered making sure that you have marketing in place, making sure you process map, you have company KPIs, and you have financial KPIs. You have financial numbers. Uh, you see a financial intelligence. Number five, you want to be leadership and really going to the new year, focusing on how you can become a better leader because companies do not outpace the growth of the founder, right? If you stop learning, if you stop improving, if you stop trying new things, not new businesses, but new things in your business, your company will not continue to grow. A company is only as good as the collective sum of ideas inside of that company. And so one of the big things we've started doing besides myself really working on leadership and communication and organizational cadence and things of that nature is really focusing on, you know, how do I continue to learn at a rate that allows us to compound our business? And on top of that, when we bring new people in, whether they be fractional or full time, if we hire an agency for something or we hire a fractional person, whether that's a fractional CFO, a fractional media buyer, or we bring in a new employee, like, like a new salesperson, we always have them do what's called a roaming the organization period. Usually that's about a week. And in that first week, they roam the organization. They show up to random meetings. They go through their onboarding. And they get to know the organization because what they're going to do is they're going to bring a lot of fresh ideas. And if you're hiring people that have been in business for 10, 20 years to come in and work for you, they're going to have a lot of fresh ideas. And so many of our companies have innovated in the last 12 months because we, we hire someone and we come in and we listen to their ideas. And a lot of times we implement them if the whole group feels like it's a good route to go. So having that understanding, having that cadence in your business of trusting new employees, bringing in fresh ideas, as well as learning and becoming a better and better leader, it's going to pay dividends for you in 2024. People are going to want to work for you. They're going to stick around for a long time because great companies, great leaders, great CEOs, their people stay for a long time, even if they're not the best paid, even if there's tough times in the business, they're, they're likable and people want to work for them. So those are the five I want you to really focus on heading into the new year that I think will bring you tre tremendous value and a, uh, really help your business. So again, rehashing those, number one, we had a marketing, make sure you have lead flow. Number two, make sure you have a process map and you understand what you can simplify, systemize, automate, delegate, delete. Then I want to make sure you have good data on your business. And then I want you to make sure you have good financial data and financial intelligence and predictive financials. And then I want you to focus on becoming a better leader and bringing in people from the outside to bring fresh ideas into your business. If you can do all of these, I guarantee you, you will have a much better and fruitful 2024 than you did 2023, no matter what the market does. Thanks for sticking around, you guys. Obviously, if you're watching this video, I have a new setup here in my studio, continuing to improve my studio. Um, it is December and December is time of year we all kind of reflect and we plan going into the new year which is why i wanted to make this kind of reflective episode to help you guys plan and get done for your business what you need to do going into the new year to make sure you are off and running and headed the right direction so again if you're new here welcome I'm glad you're here like i always say a review a share on your story a testimonial an idea my dm um, of something you want to see on the show means the world our show is 10 to 15 minute bite-sized episodes mixed in with some guest shows and as always this is this is very true especially now with how the market's been but as always you are only one deal away